Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. All right, good morning, ladies and gents. Glad to have each and every one of you on the call on this morning. We are excited, as always. Welcome to Build Exclusively with Antonio T. Smith, Jr. Again, glad to have each and every one of you on. Uh, today is Tuesday, as of the day of this call. All right. Well, I'm about to hand it over to greatness. All right. All the way from to the BOI. All the way from G-Town, Texas. Okay. <laughs> we call her the Care Bear. Okay, rainbow one. Okay, we all love her. She will be teaching us on this morning. It's not enough I can say about her. Everybody loves her once they meet her. Okay, <laughs> Miss D. Marie. All right, good morning, everyone. Welcome to Building Exclusively with Antonio T. Smith Jr. I do understand that I'm not a black chocolate man with locks. I understand these things, but I will be building today so I thank each and every one of you for joining me um I do want to announce that Antonio will not be on any calls until he releases Rhino Leg very serious and very adamant about that 
So I will be your teacher until Rhino Leg is released. We, we've been up since 4 a.m. The fact that I'm this awake four hours later is surprising to me. So, because normally I would have been like, yeah, I need a quick nap. <laughs> but I thank each and every one of you for joining us. Again, Antonio will not be on any uh, calls until he uh, releases Rhino Leg, until he launches it. But I will be teaching all of you. Um, until then, well, not teaching, but we're going to be com- conversing with each other um, until then. So today I want to talk to you guys about how Antonio taught me this weekend to consistently overperform and overdeliver with AI. Now, we all know Antonio. He's all about making sure <laughs> your facial expression. <laughs> he He always wants to make sure that you are on the right seat of the bus. So over the weekend, because he he knows what my seat is, I don't, mm, sales, no, no, sales. Yeah. Diana, do you know where your seat is? Wherever I want it to be, Uncle Robbie Roman, right now, it is just being an assistant and helping Antonio, like this class this morning. Isn't that something? He knows where your seat is at, but you don't, you know, you got one, but he knows where it's at. (laughs) And I'm loving it. I'm loving it. And it all, but it, you can't over deliver or overperform consistently unless you're using your natural gifts. And imagine if you use your natural wait, gifts. Wait, wait, say that one more time. That's a note. Wait a minute. You can't, <laughs> you can't overperform consistently or overdeliver. Oh, thank you, Grace. Because you you asked me to repeat something and you know, my brain is not like Antonio's. I, once I said it, it was gone. <laughs> but thank you for repeating. I can go back to it. I can reach back and grab it. Okay. <laughs> you can't consistently overperform and overdeliver if you're not using your natural gifts. So I'm, I've been working on a project for Mr. Phil and Ms. Susan. And in order for me to consistently overperform and overdeliver, I need to be using my gifts. So my question to each of you is how many of you are not using your natural gifts and how many of you are not taking advantage of the AI? First of all, get out of my business, okay? Me and Jerome saying the same thing. Get out, get out of my business. No, but for real. I'm working on something for Mr. Phil, Mr. Phil and Ms. Susan too. And yes, I gotta use my gifts that I have to get it done. And I was I'm sitting there all day, you know, unless mom and dad say, hey, great, get, you know. <laughs> you know, I was <laughs> I was getting it getting it done. But yeah, um, I am not as administrative as you are, but I know, you know, what, how things need to be looked and need to be organized. And this is, this is why he asked me to take notes. So <laughs> yeah. So. Grace, have you ever seen me volunteer to take a note? Take no. A, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. I've seen my notes compared to your notes. <laughs> I wait for, I'm not going to lie, Grace. I wait for you to post the notes. I don't even write, I don't even write my own notes anymore because <laughs> your natural gift in notes 
Perfect example. Grace can over deliver and overperform when it comes to notes because she takes her natural ability of taking notes. Then what she does is she enhances her natural ability with AI. See, there's a lot of stuff that Antonio has her doing just based on the notes alone that nobody knows about, but it's enhancing her natural ability. You can easily overperform and overdeliver when you're using your natural gifts and you use AI to enhance that. Who here, like genuinely, who here is nervous about AI? Who here is like, ah, it's it's gonna fail? Answer this question to yourself. I don't want to put anybody on blast. Answer it to yourself, okay? I'm not gonna do y'all like that. <laughs> Who here is like, when it comes to AI, they're like, you know what? I recognize it's a good thing. I, I understand. But, you know, I'm just going to make sure that I learn it. You know, I'm not really, I don't really need to teach anyone else who's helping me, you know, because it, it, it's, you know, it's, it's it's not that big of a deal. You know, it's not going to change too much. You know what I'm saying? You know, and but then you, and who is the one who's like, you know what? This is what's going to be. Let's go ahead and get the best of the best. And I'm going to teach my team so we can all do this together. In order for you to consistently overperform and overdeliver with AI, you first have to recognize who you are. So I'm going to break down into, and I'm going to explain to you why, because if you don't understand who you are, you're not going to naturally, you're not going, if you don't know what your natural ability is, if you don't know who you are, then when it comes to over and overperforming and using AI to do that, you're going to be nervous. You're not, or you're just not going to do it. I'm not going to lie. When Antonio first started talking about artificial intelligence and chat GPT and all this and all that, I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. <laughs> that's awesome. I don't know what I'm gonna do with it, but cool. <laughs> and every day he taught us, he he walked with us and broke down to us what he was doing in his natural ability to over perform and over deliver. And I started paying attention. I'm like, huh, I may want to hone in on that. And then I will all, and, and you can even ask Grace, because I think it happened to Grace a couple of times. When we had questions, we would go to Antonio and be like, hey, how did you do, how do I do this? And be like, don't ask. Why are you, ask, you asking me? <laughs> don't ask ChatGPT. Because what AI will do is it'll enhance your natural ability. So if you're artistic, there are artistic AI programs that you can use to enhance what you naturally are. If you're a writer, there's AI that you can use to enhance your natural ability to write. If you're an artist, there's AI that you can use to naturally enhance the artwork that you provide. But know who you are so you know how to effectively use it. So see, I was talking to Antonio and he distinguishes four types of CEOs. Now, these four types of CEOs, Grace, I'm going to help you out. I ain't even going to do it to you like that. Just go ahead and uh, Thank check you so much. Out. Go ahead, check your line out. There you go. Got you covered. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are four different types of CEOs. So now, 
For some of you to say, I'm a CEO, makes you a little nervous. So let me put it to you this way. There are four types of business owners. There's four types of entrepreneurs. There's four types of people that run stuff. See who you are, because if you understand who you are, Antonio always tells us, if you can account for it, you can control it. So I'm going to give you the four types of CEOs. And I want you to think for a second. And then I'm going to ask questions. This is interactive. I, I do want some feedback on this, guys, because I want us to all be in the same place. I had to go through this process. I had to realize, okay, Deanna, you ain't really doing as much as you can do. And why is that? Well, because my thought process on AI, well, chat GPT, my thought process on in video, my thought process on the script, my thought process on whatever you can think of. It was my thought process. And you have to realize, okay, what part of my thought process is stopping me from over-delivering and over-performing? So I'm going to give you the four types of C, the, the four types of CEOs that Antonio distinguishes. And then we're going to break down what you think each of these are based on what I say. And then I'm going to tell you exactly what their characteristics are. Use this as a, not a pendulum, uh, a scale to see where you are. Because once you determine, okay, I'm here. Okay, now that you're here, let's move from here to here and match your natural abilities with AI. Easy, right? Go ahead, Grace. Are you saying your thought process determines how you consistently overperform and overdeliver with AI? Okay, that's it, means yes. Thank you so much. Put it in notes. Deanna? Yes, sir. Uh, my brain is doing that thing it does. I love it. <laughs> and I hear the overperforming and over-delivering, and for business growth, that's fantastic. But <laughs> my brain is saying, before I can over-deliver, before I can over-perform, <laughs> I need to deliver, and I need to perform. So I'm sitting, oh, sir. I'm sitting there going, hold on, hold on. Hold up, Deanna, <laughs> because the train has left the station or you're doing 70 or 100 miles an hour and I'm still back here doing about 20 or 30 like, but sometimes I'm not delivering. Sometimes I'm not performing. She talking about over? Shoot. Shoot. So, so let me sit here and be quiet and don't say nothing and maybe she won't find out. <laughs> well, so, so that, now again, I'm falling on my sword. I'm just, and, and I'm not trying to sabotage, you know, or undermine, but that's what's running through my head right now. Because this morning, when I got up this morning to go out and do what I had to do before I got on this call, that was one of the things that was running through my head about Jerome. You should have did this. Jerome, you should have done that. Jerome, you didn't do this. Oh, now, now you need to do these, blah, 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 blah. But those other three or four, I didn't have an excuse for why they didn't get done. And I knew they needed to get done in order to do the other stuff. 
I just wanted to share. No, thank you for sharing because if you can't acknowledge that, you can't you can't overdeliver. You can't overperform. And that's actually what I that's why I was saying these four different types of CEOs don't look at it as a CEO. Look at it as okay, this is me as a person. This is my work ethic as a person. This is how my thought process as a person. Because once you can acknowledge that, you just acknowledge, okay, look, I'm talking about overperforming and over and over delivering. Well, I need to perform and deliver first. <laughs> and I get that. I get that because we get in those modes where I see your hand, Miss Susan. We get in those modes where it's like, I got all this stuff. What am I supposed to do? Like, I got this. I got, like, Uncle Robin Rowe, I have so many projects. I can't begin to express to you how many projects I have. But because I'm not using my natural gift 100% of the time, and then I'm not enhancing that with artificial intelligence, I'm following you. So thank you, Uncle Romy Rom, for falling on the sword, because when we all can acknowledge, okay, look, I'm not even going to lie. This artificial intelligence stuff, mm -mm. no. <laughs> I want it. When you can acknowledge that and actually say, okay, this is how I feel, then you can you can control it. So when someone comes at you and be like, okay, artificial intelligence, you can be like, okay, pause. Don't get triggered because you feel some kind of way about it. Listen to what they say because it can probably actually help you in the production of things you need to do so you can deliver for yourself and perform for yourself. Because when you deliver and you perform for yourself, you feel so much. If it feels good, well, you can go to sleep at night knowing, oh, I did that. Oh, I did that too. Yeah, I did that too. And then the, you start performing and delivering more. And then you start overperforming and overdelivering because you're in your gift. You recognize this is my issue. So let me focus. Let me work on that. Go ahead. Go ahead, Miss Susan. Well, for the AI, you know, people in general, people that are not on these calls that are getting the awareness and people in, you know, companies that are training them and all of that, but just the population as a whole, you know, is afraid. And, you know, to some extent, I think we are too. We don't know the total outcome. They have to put filters up um, of what it can do and they're working. They're working, working, working on that, but it, I don't know if they can stay ahead of it um, all the way. So that, you know, there's that issue and you're going to come across people like that, but it's not affecting anything now only for the good if you use it for good, but there's a lot of bad already out there. I heard on the news that someone, you know, through AI got someone's identity and you know, did a whole scam thing that someone was kidnapped and, you know, all that sort of thing. So there's all that starting, you know, there are bad people out there and they filter into everything that goes on. So this is right. no different. It's just, um, can be more of that, but, you know, I always say actions speak louder than words. You know, when it comes to running your business, doing the things that need to be done, you know, you have to take action. You can't just, you know, 
say I have a business, small business or whatever, and not take action. Um, you, you really do. It's an everyday thing, even if it's just for a little bit. And I think the best thing that I ever did at the end of the day, when I clean my desk, I write down what I'm going to start with the next day, what, what has to be done and get started on it early. Mm -hmm. I like to do my big heavy work early and then do lighter work later in the day because I have more energy in the morning but it could be different for other people you may not have that in the morning so do those other tasks and then do the heavy things in the afternoon and early evenings so that's how I you know have done that and as a business owner for over 40 years and keeping it going no matter what the situation's going on in your life, you know, you need to do that. You cannot make excuses. You know, there's a whole thing. I think Wayne Dyer wrote a book, Excuses Be Gone, you know, and, and I don't tolerate it. And I don't want to work with people that do that. It, you know, it frustrates me. It holds me back. And, um, you know, when we would hire people, I would observe and look for those things. And if they didn't fit, they weren't there with us that long. Um, so that's that's how you got to think of it and think of that yourself. You are the CEO of you, no matter what it is you're doing. So this applies no matter what you're doing for everyone on this call. Thank you, Miss Susan, because you're actually segueing. Is that that's the segue right segueing me <laughs> into the four different types of ceos like and before i finish diana with and get off i recognized your abilities and i've said it before from the first time i met you and you just you have so many gifts you just didn't recognize them or didn't utilize them and you know now you're seeing more of that. Sometimes you don't, but for the most part you do. And you just need to hold your head up, put those shoulders back and say, yes, I am. And I can do, and I will do um, because you're amazing. The talents and gifts that you have, you really are and the way you retain things and pick things up quickly. So go for it. Thank you, Miss Susie. Thank you so much. Yay. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna um thank you, Miss Susan. Use using your natural gifts with AI. I'm a kid. Thank you, Miss Susan, for saying what you said. Because before I get into CEOs, I'm gonna give you guys an example. Thank you so much, Miss Susan. I'm a big kid. What do kids do the most? Play. Not a, what else do they do, Grace? Because you, <laughs> you got like hundreds of kids running around the island. <laughs> she didn't birth them for yeah. watching this later. She did not birth them. Grace was a yeah. teacher for 11 years. Okay. <laughs> the, the biggest thing kids do is ask questions. Oh, yes. Oh, my. Yes. <laughs> so if one of my natural gifts is being a big kid and kids ask questions, guess what I'm gonna do with AI? I have questions. Okay. 
So I'm going to walk you guys through using your natural gifts with AI. So I have a question. And I go to chat GPT and I'm like, hey, look, I need to answer this question for me. I actually did this and I told Grace when I did, I ain't like the response I got back from chat GPT. It was on point. It wasn't wrong. I just didn't want that answer that I didn't want that answer. You know, it gave me some clarification on some stuff and I ain't like the clarification, but you know, it's okay. You sound like Tracy from yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> but I asked chat GPT a question. This is how you over deliver and overperform. I have an app a book and a workbook that I'm working on, all centered around impasse and emotional intelligence. But guess where that started? Because I had a question. I went to ChatGPT. AI, in my natural gift of being a kid and asking questions, I had a conversation with ChatGPT. Then I took that and in my natural gift of wanting to share the information, because kids love sharing new stuff that they that they learn, I was like, well, if that's the case, then why don't I write a book about it and help someone else? So what do I do? I go to ChatGPT in my natural gift and be like, hey, I want to write a book about this. Can you give me some chapters? Like, like, give me some, give me 25 chapters about this and break down to me like what these chapters should talk about. Because my natural gift is creating. My natural gift is not organization. It is not organization. <laughs> so look, if you say, hey, I need this to do, I need this to look like this. I can sit down and draw that sucker out. But if you tell me, hey, I need you to plan this from step one to step 12, I'm going to look at you like, okay, can you give me one? Give me a start. Okay, I got one. Okay, what's number two? Okay, okay, I got the two. So what's three? You know, can you help us out? You know, I'm, I, that's not me. I'm not a step-by-step -step person. If you give me step-by-step, -step, I got you. But if you want me to create step-by-step, -step, you can... Mm, Mm, that's not my that's not my natural gift after the book I'm like well some people I listened to Antonio teaching it's like well you know what this book could be a course okay so what do I do as a kid I'm using my natural gift of wanting to share it so now I'm thinking of different platforms I can share so I go to artificial intelligence like hey can you help me with this what it's doing is, is enhancing my natural gifts so I can over deliver and overperform and be the kid in my natural gift and share this amazing information with the world. If your natural gift is strategic thinking, use artificial intelligence to maximize that strategicness because artificial intelligence, you tell it, this is what I want. And it's like, okay, we'll do it like this. Strategic, step by step by step. That's an example of using your natural gift with artificial intelligence. Because when I do the course, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to end video, put my words in there, and be like, hey, go ahead and create me a video for this. I appreciate it. I'm using artificial intelligence to enhance so I can over-deliver and over-perform. 
well you know what I really thought about making this audio so what can I do well there is the script if you record your voice for 30 minutes they'll approve it for you and you can use that that audio and create and and put in your script and create audio for it cool using AI to naturally enhance your gifts so you can over deliver and overperform. But before you do any of that, you have to determine what kind of CEO of your life are you? What kind of CEO of your business are you? And Antonio distinguishes four types of CEOs. And I would love for everyone to unmute and give me examples of what you think this type of, how you think this type of CEO would approach their responsibilities. So first we have the ineffective CEO. They're often known for a nonchalant approach to their responsibilities, rarely giving due importance to any aspect of their role. So how do you think this person responds to their, how, what do you think this person does? Like, how do you think this person acts? You've met them. You've experienced them. I don't like it. I don't like this AI. I'm not learning it. I'm not doing it. I don't understand it. So I'm not, mm -mm. you young, you young folk could have it. (laughs) Or even, or somebody that's young, they would be like, "Mm." now there are few and far between, but there may be somebody that, you know, in the thirties or what have you, or in my generation, me and Adrian, you know, me and Adrian could easily be like, man, you know what? Mm -mm. Mm Mm-mm. No, something else. I got to learn new now. Oh my God, what am, what am I going to do? You know, but you know, I'm just saying. Well, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Uncle Romy Ron? Yes, uh, ineffective uh, CEO is big on delegating. And not only delegating, but when it goes wrong, placing the blame. <laughs> mm. Uh, I've worked for, I've worked for a couple of those in my lifetime. <laughs> thank you, Uncle Romy Rome. And thank you, Grace. Like I said, y'all, you have either you know an effective CEO or you are the ineffective CEO. Do you have to know who you are so you can control what that is? So you can flow into your natural gifts and then you can get AI and you can over-deliver and over-perform. So that's the ineffective CEO. The ineffective CEO, we know not getting it done. They just be like, whatever, whatever. Thank you, Grace. Thank you, Grace. They may resist or ignore the shift towards AI viewing it as unnecessary or even threatening. How many of you in your businesses came across something new? You was like, mm, nah, that ain't gonna last. Now that's unnecessary. Or your response is, oh my goodness, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Uh, it, it, this is gonna destroy me, da, 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 da. That's what ineffective CEOs do. They're unlikely to invest significantly in AI tools or training. 
please understand every single one of you on here have invested in AI and training. If you are on this call, you have invested your time. If you have chat G GPT, you have invested. If you have this Descript, you have invested. If you have NVIDIA, if you have anything AI related, you have invested. They may not actively involve themselves or their teams in the AI development process. I can for sure say every person on here has tapped into some AI, some form of AI to get your work done. They may dismiss customer feedback related to AI experiences, failing to see the value in leveraging such insights for improvement. Every last one of you here, I'm pretty confident. Y'all correct me if I'm wrong, but don't do it on camera. Don't, don't die on the sword. You know, Uncle Romy Rome died just about every week. We don't want nobody else to die today, okay? And we appreciate you, Uncle Romy Rome, but you know, just, just, just back off the sword just a little bit on this. <laughs> you got a, you got a few wounds, okay? <laughs> no, we appreciate you though. We really do. If a customer comes to you and they're like, look, I had this issue. I have full confidence that each and every one of you would use that to improve what you're doing. So I think it would be safe to say that none of you are ineffective CEOs because you're here. And I mean, and again, what Ms. Susan was saying, you're, you're, if, you're, if you haven't pushed your brand out there yet, if you haven't started your business yet, you're still a CEO because you are the chief executive officer of your life. You have a COO, your spouse, your significant other, boyfriend, girlfriend, partner, best friend, you have a CEO, you have a COO. So it's safe to say, I don't think any of you are ineffective CEOs. Now, what I'm running down to y'all, I did this in my own brain. I'm let y'all know now. I did this in my own brain to myself. So please understand, I know which CEO I am. I'm just going to leave it at that. Because <laughs> you have to do some self, you have to do some self-examination. If you, if you are working, and you're doing this, or you have unfinished projects, or everything you do is completed and out there, whatever it is, you still have to examine and sit down and examine yourself and be like, okay, that didn't work, this didn't work, not finished here, not finished there, or, man, I can literally take off four years, my company will still run. You have to sit and evaluate these things because in evaluation, you understand, okay, what am I missing? You know what? Maybe if I maximized on artificial intelligence, I can kind of put some of this stuff in a position where I don't have to do it because it's just me. And I know a lot of y'all, it's just you. You don't have a team of 200 people. Heck, you don't have a team of two. It's just you. 
But if you use your natural ability, the one thing that I have learned is if you work, you use who you are and you enhance who you are, what you need will come to you. That I have learned. So we're going to move to the next CEO, the average CEO. They show dedication to the internal operations of their organizations. They are committed to refining the operational aspects of the business behind the scenes. So with that being said, what type of CEO do you think this is? Do Is this a CEO that when it comes to AI, they're like all in? No, I I don't think so. I mean, they'll they'll acknowledge it and be like, okay, let's you know, let's see what it's about. But if they're average, you know, they may think about using it every once in a while, but won't really hone in and say, hey, this this will really work for the company. Um, this will really boost every area, every department of the company, sales, marketing, all that kind of stuff. Because they're average. <laughs> and average CEOs do average things, just like average people do everything. <laughs> Those who are average, things the chat TTP are extra work. So, so the question becomes, do I have to do more? Because because they're only paying me enough to 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 pay my bills and whatever. Anyway, now I got to do something else. Wait a minute. Now, if they can see that that's going to maybe give them a raise, okay or get them a promotion, then you pick their interest. But why, why, why I'm gonna do extra work and I ain't get no more money. That's, that's, that, that's that average thinking person like, no, no. Now, if, if y'all gonna do something like that, okay, well, we'll talk. Other than that, uh-uh, I ain't, I ain't running to that. That's more work, that's more of my time, where's more of my money? <laughs> Come on, Uncle Romy Ron, look, well, the average CEO, they may acknowledge the need for AI, but struggle to fully integrate it into their operations. They invest in AI tools, but may not allocate sufficient resources for training or development. Like Uncle Roman Ram just said, oh yeah, I see it there. Am I going to get more money for it? If I know how to use it and if I use it, I'm not definitely you can leave that way over there. I'm not gonna do extra work. Just so you can get some more money in my pocket, still stay empty. We're not gonna do that. Mm-mm. The average CEO they invest in um uh did that average CEO may involve themselves in the AI process, but not fully engage their teams. See, if you're the CEO. And you have the thought process like Grace and Uncle and Uncle Roman Ron just said. You may invest in it, but you're not going to fully get into it. You're not going to give it to your 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 team because in your head it was like, well, I got to pay them more if I have them do more. I got this AI service, you know, because everybody said I, I should have it. You know, I'm a CEO, so CEOs should know these things. I'll have it, you know, but I'm not going to go and waste time and money training my employees for it just so they can have an extra skill set so when they come asking me for a raise 
they can throw up in my face. They got an extra skill set and deserve the extra money. Y'all know, y'all know, y'all know people think like this. Okay, don't play me. Y'all know people think like this. It's horrible they do, but they do. But if you're that CEO, what kind of team do you have? If you, and if you're that kind of CEO of your own life, how much? I ain't gonna do y'all like that. Not this morning. And the other thing, Diana, is if I if I get them trained in AI and they have that skill set, they may they may quit and go somewhere else or start their own thing. And I just spent all my money and it's gone now. Come on now. Oh, we ain't doing that. <laughs> but if we would listen to the original humor consultants and we work smart and have fun while making this money, we would understand that if we incentivize our employees, if we give them a reason, if we tell them what's in it for them, but on top of if we don't know who we are, how we going to help make sure they're on the right seat of the bus? Because if they're on the right seat of the bus, we know it's just a boost in production, in, in production and delivery if we introduce them to artificial intelligence because and we won't have these issues because if they're on the right seat in the bus, they love what they're doing. And if you're telling them, hey, Guys, I'm going to train you on something that will help enhance and make your job easier. They will be like, come on, boss. Let's do this. I'm ready. I'm ready. They were like the little babies when the babies were like, give me, give me, give me, give me. <laughs> Y'all know the little kids, that little bitty hands. <laughs> and that's what they'll do. That's what your employees will do. They Look, they're okay. Before Antonio used to give me stuff, I'm like, yeah, you want to make 100 calls, 100 sales calls? That's not in my ministry. That's out of my spirit. <laughs> but if you say, hey, I need your ID, I need your help. I'm trying to figure out how this may look. Like when we were sitting down doing the game with his board game, he was like, but he kept saying, I don't know how it's going to look. I need to design. I need to design it. I was like, shoot. How many squares you want? How do you want it to look? What do you need on it? Oh, that's all you need? I got you. Drew it out. Because he asked me to help him. And I was on the right seat of the bus. So I enjoyed doing it. But when I was on the wrong seat of the bus, and he asked me to do some stuff. I don't know about that. So I'll give you this stuff to make your life easy. I don't I don't want you to make easy what I don't like. <laughs> but if you understand who you are as a CEO, you will understand who you have on your team. So are you the average CEO? I've already said, I don't believe any of you are ineffective CEOs. But ask yourself, am I the average CEO? Or am I what's called the good CEO, the one who concentrates on both the internal operations and the external performance of the business? The good CEO appreciates the need for a well-oiled machine and the quality of its output. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, gotcha. Are y'all awake? Today is Tuesday, not Monday. 
Mm-hmm. I'm she listening. Said, she said it's interactive and participatory today. Some of y'all that be talking all the time ain't talking. What y'all doing? Y'all intentively listening or actually listening and ain't got to say what's going on? Be I'm dream. doing a little bit of everything. All right. Well, Miss Anna, we know you had behind boxes. <laughs> yeah, Miss Anna, you're behind behind boxes. Right, right. Y'all know Grace a teacher. Y'all know Grace a teacher. Come on, well, y'all. Let's interact. I say this is um now I was in terms of um of AI I I know that I w- I'm not just going to be an average one I'm not just going to I'm not going to be I'm not going to be ineffective that's why it's 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 great for me to know what AI is because there are a lot of people especially writers especially that may not even know what it is and I want to always stay abreast of every technology that is that is that is out or even coming out because that's only going to help me get in front of it so I can have it to work for me I had somebody ask me that um she was like Renee what do you think about about AI and I said I said, I know what it, I was like, I know what it is. I know what's, what's going on with it, but I'm getting, I'm choosing to get in front of it. So I know how to make, how to make it work for me, how it works for my business. So it's, as a writer, it, it looks a little different because it's doing the writing, but there are some things, um, you know, you can really get in front of it and really help it to work for you. So I know that's one thing that I, I don't want to be an ineffective CEO. I don't want to be an average. I want to be one that'd be like, yeah, we heard about this. Oh yeah, I already knew about that. That's been out. That's been out for like seven months. It's been out for like a year. Yeah, I knew about it. <laughs> but now it's but now it's 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 starting to affect. So I'm I want to be able to train my people so they can know. But I always want to stay twenty step. You know, what I'm saying twenty moves ahead of my people, and that's at minimum. So. Um, yeah, I don't def- I definitely don't want to be ineffective. I definitely don't want to be an average, but I can't be an average or ineffective anything because I'm me and I try not to be ineffective or average in anything. So that's just part of Renee. <laughs> well, the, Renee, that's a great um, segue into great CEOs because you said a lot of things that are characteristics of great CEOs. You said, I want to be ahead of the, I want to be ahead of the curve. I want to learn in advance. You know, when someone comes to you and say, hey, did you did you hear about and you like, yeah, it's been out about six months right now. You know, that's what great mm-hmm. CEOs do. They they're were ahead. You, of, were you oh, done with oh, the good CEOs? Oh, yes. Yeah. You, oh, you thank you. <laughs> Renee, just, she she boosted me. She boosted me. See, that's what I'm sorry, homie. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you good. That's what happened when we when we open up the doors of the, the church and you come on in and talk <laughs> come on up to the front voluntarily you know because Dion, it's not your fault it's grace fault because she got, got she put out the whip and went whoosh, you know and that's that's because it is i haven't i haven't felt that whoosh since since my mama i tell you i was like she even had her tone a little bit and i said oh jesus Flashback. she's a teacher Grace is a teacher. Grace is the, that teacher. And hey, I said this is the class engagement. Where's the engagement? <laughs> but seriously, you guys, come on, talk back to me. I, y'all know I like to talk. 
I don't, I don't want to lecture. I like to talk. So talk okay. with me. Thank you. Oh, Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. It's Stephanie. Go ahead. Good morning. I was just very much attentively listening to what you were saying. And um, I just felt that like, Everything that you're saying is what I'm currently dealing with this morning. So that's why I'm really quiet because over the weekend, um, I started working on an ebook um, for Generation Z um, youth or young people who deal with um, struggling with being, when they deal with like mental health situations and when they deal with difficult challenges that face them in life and then they just fall back and don't know how to find their place again. And you, you know, you guys kind of said it, a lot of us are good at a lot of things and we try to do all these things all at one time and not hone in on just one thing that we're really, really good at and, and go for it regardless of the resilience that we're gonna face in that process. So I'm just really just attentively listening to what you're saying in regards to all this coming together and the, the CEOs and finding which CEO I am and all that good stuff. So I just want to let you know that I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ms. Devity. Thank you very much. Congratulations on the ebook. We Thank all know, just about every last one of us on here know that process. So we are proud of you, okay? We are very proud of you. So keep it up. Hey, I'm just I'm just trying to help all of us out because even though he is not uh -oh. on this call, can you hear me? Oh yeah. I'm trying to help all of us out because even though he's not on this call, he is going to ask her. He is going to ask her, hey, how'd the call go? And if she goes, man, really wasn't nobody talking, he's gonna be like, oh, okay, I got y'all. Shut it down. And we all gonna be stuck. So please come on. You see how she's sipping that coffee? Because she knows I'm right. Okay. Just come on, just come, you know, just say a little something, you know, <laughs> keep this going. So with that being said, Grace pretty much almost verbatim, <laughs> almost verbatim, said when Antonio said, he said, this is an interactive class. He said, they're supposed to talk. I would shut it down. We are not teaching. We are building. They are watching us build. I was like, okay. He said, look now. You know what you're doing? Go on now. Interact. Talk to them. Let them talk back to you. I was like, yes, sir. He said, I know you got this. I know you got this. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. But he know me. Because I will sit here and I will lecture. And y'all will just sit there and not say nothing. I will just keep on going and be all happy and perky and chipper. Great. 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 Straight. She went teacher mode on y'all. So y'all come on, talk to me. Thank you. Thank you, Stephanie, because now we know Stephanie has an EPA coming out, so now we can support her. And Stephanie, whatever you need from us, let us know. If you have questions, um, you, I will, come on. Um, you, ask your questions. We got you, because we, we, we've all been down that road. But see, Stephanie is using her natural gift. She's taking something that she's passionate about, and she's moving forward with it. But because she's passionate about it, because it's naturally in her, it's, it, she's going to enhance what she's doing with AI because in, in doing that, she's going to over-deliver and over-perform. Because see, what Stephanie don't know is with that ebook, what else can she do? Come on, y'all. We know. What else can she do? She can do YouTube I videos. Can, I can do uh, a course. 
Yep. Like a sheet of cord. Yes. And a workbook. Yep. There we go. And a workbook. A YouTube can... video platform. Right. Multiple mm -hmm. streams of income. Hey. Right. That's right. She, she can yeah. break it up and do different types of posts. So she, you know, mm -hmm. to um, market the book and the ebook mm -hmm. and everything like that. Sixty-four pieces of content. Mm -hmm. She can even like podcast it, talk about each chapter, how it impacts life. Um, mm -hmm. Put examples to it. So she can do a lot of creative things with that. Good job. Hi. Thank you. She's turned. She's got. She's gonna turn it into into her 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 McDonald's pretty much. Yep, you can yes, make you, you can make fries in a shake in an apple pie with it. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. And you can give it away, <laughs> or you can use it as a place to to get people involved and have them sign up for your email, and you can get their information by compiling their information and giving them that. Then that's the piece that shows them that you're you know they're gonna follow you because the ebook help them and then the next time they need something you'll have their information so you can give it back to them and it becomes your community wow. there you go good 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 what, what generation did you say generation z z z z as in zebra oh z is in zebra what, what age what is, what is that generation what's the years 1997 to 2013 i believe Oh my God! <laughs> wow. I mean, thinking thinking how the pandemic has changed us. Can you imagine yeah. being the age of that that generation is? How the pandemic, how they reacted to it, what they're going through, and how it's going to affect them. That's incredible. Yes, very true. Yep. And then to go from such a social atmosphere as school with hundreds of kids to just being at home by yourself possibly or being stuck with your parents all day now look I love my parents but don't no teenager want to be stuck home all day with their parents just like don't no parent want to be stuck at home all day with their kid I love my kid but sometimes I'll be waiting for granny's text <laughs> granny said that text us Jay am I getting him this weekend yes you are <laughs> But that's what that, and because the parents don't know how to react and respond and control their own emotions, the kids don't know how to react, respond, and control their own emotions. Don is just two years shy of Z. He's two years shy. He was in 2015. I don't know what he is, but he one of those special kids. He he not a pandemic kid, but he came out knowing phones. Okay, let me tell you something, little boy. He he was buying. He was buying movies on his granny's TV at two. I kept telling her, don't put that remote in his hand. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have charges on your account. <laughs> but now Stephanie can take her passion and she can over deliver and over, over perform with AI because she's in her natural gift. You don't, you don't think about saving people and it's not a natural gift for you to do so. It's not a part of who you are. Hey, Deanna. Yes, ma'am. I'm sorry. You no, said no, no. something. You don't know what he is. He is the beginning of the new. He is the beginning generation. I don't know what they're going to call him because it's they're the change. Generation like Alpha. The, you know what I'm saying? Because they are the change. They are the new. 
now because if you see babies like as of today, babies are coming out walking. You know what I mean? Like if you're holding oh. them up, they have the whole, they are ready. They talking too. I told you, when I see babies, the babies is the babies are there. So Don is the beginning of that generation that can see it, that can know it. And that's why we have to get on our job. So Stephanie, you're right on point because because yes. somebody's going to have to do something with them. But the ones that are coming out right now, oh, they ready. They, they waiting on us. They waiting on us. So, but Don is, that is who he is because you can see it all in him. So yeah, that is, that is what you got. Alpha, you say, Grace? Sound good to me. I like yes, it. Yes, ma'am. That's he Genesis. act like get it do it together he act like that sometimes sometimes i be like okay hold on i'm mama <laughs> sidebar real quick won't take long he come at me sometimes he'd be like bruh i'm like hold on i'm not gonna be too many more bros okay i'm mama and i turn right and i turn right back around bruh what's your problem <laughs> And he'll look at me like. But you can get away with that. Don't do as I say. I mean, don't do as I do. Do as I say do. So uh, you can get away with that. He can't get away with that. No. <laughs> he ain't grown enough. But sometimes, sometimes we'll talk. And one time he did something and I was like, he's like, you just don't feel like it, mommy. I say, no, I don't feel like having this conversation with you. And he'll be, and <laughs> one time he got quiet and he was like, Mommy, I'm so sorry. What is my punishment going to be? I'll be like, well, you tell me. You tell me what your punishment should be. <laughs> They're different. They're different. They're different. Miss Adrian, <laughs> they are different. Because half the stuff he say, I was too afraid to even open my mouth. <laughs> Mommy, this is what I said. Watch your tone. Disrespectful. They're just trying to figure it out, and it's the exactly. weirdest thing ever. And our, like our generation, if we would have even have thought it, we could, you know, how your your face would change. I see your face change. Your face, I like all kinds of stuff. So because of the fact that they're communicating, we have to embrace that. And and you know, our parents used to shut it down. Yep get out of here. What are you talking about? And then you would shut down and never say a thing again. You know what I mean? The next time you had a feeling, you would be, you'd be scared to say it. So now we've lived with all of these traumas of suppression, you know? So yeah. it, it's a beautiful thing, never disrespectful. And like you teach that because in life, he's going to see it because unfortunately, children don't have the parents that know. Right. And so because we've never seen what it looks like to not disrespect their life is disrespectful they don't they don't even dig that they wrong until somebody else sees what they did and be like why did you do that exactly they thinking that it's normal so we we have to understand that but yeah as when you see the babies talk to them no more goo goo gagas none of that have whole conversations with them because they waiting for you to talk and they're learning you know, so I every I know he tried you because he's around Mr. Tony. And Mr. Tony has told him that he's special. So when you're special and you know that you're special, you have the ability to do those things. 
and and you encourage it. Um, you know what I mean? You don't shut it down. I'm telling you, don't shut it down because that's the scary part. Because then when they close out, then you'd be looking for Miss Stephanie's, you'd be looking for Miss Stephanie's ebook. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, Miss Stephanie, what's my <laughs> What can I say to this? <laughs> I mean, what? Yeah, so, I mean, but they're, it's a beautiful thing. It is. Alpha. I like that, though, because they should, they should really call it that because it's a new beginning. It really is. And, and yeah, thank- we can't keep having what we got. That thing ain't worth it. We got you here, won't get you there. <laughs> we ain't got another 10 years of that. No. Seriously. And they're not having kids. So if, if you think about it, the ones that are dying right now, they don't even, they're not leaving seed. So they're, we're losing. They don't even dig it. They dying and they haven't had children yet. So it's not like they got, you know? So we're yeah. losing a whole generation of people. I mean, some of them, you know, their parents probably shouldn't have made. But that, that's another thing. I'm sorry. See, 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 you was talking real well and we wasn't saying nothing and we was learning about the CEOs and all that. And then Grace came and said something about saying something. And now we done talked about everything else but them CEOs. You only talked about three of them. We got one more CEO to talk about, right? But Adrian, parents are CEOs. Uh, Every day, Jerome. See, this is why we can't talk. Because then we go into something else. Next thing you know, it'd be 11, 12 o'clock. And mm, see, but we are CEOs every yes, day. And then, Jesus, we really are. That's, mm, that's a whole nother day. And with AI. The, but I can say that I love my AI. You know, I do. I embrace my AI with everything. When I have, when people ask me questions, I go back to the chat. Because I want to now make sure that what I'm talking about is not just what I'm talking about, but it's what the world's talking about. Because I know this AI was developed by somebody. You got me? So that's more than my mind on on whatever it is that they're talking about. And, well, you know, you can see we have real conversation because now it's not real bias, you know, because it's my side, their side. And the they don't know where it's coming from, but it's good information and it's knowledgeable. And like Renee said, you know, when you get in front of the, the thing is only going to do but so much. And if you ask it the wrong way, it'll give you a template of how to do something, which then puts you back into square one. Cause then you're like, well, I don't understand. Like, I didn't want that. I wanted you kind of to do it for me, but in order for it to do it for you, you have to know what you're talking about. You have to say what you're saying to it so that you can have a certain particular phrases in there, certain particular things, like whatever it is that you're doing, you have to feed that into it and then let it start to, you know, work. And then from there, like I say, once you get the first one, you can ask any question all the way down to, I told you, it, all the way down to if I meet somebody in the elevator, you know how they say you need an elevator speech? You yep. need all of this stuff, like, can you can you take my five paragraphs and make it into an elevator pitch? Like it'll do all of that. Like and, and if you don't like it, tell it you don't like it. I need some more suggestions. You and it'll give you more suggestions. If you want more suggestions or you want to go another way, you know what? I need to talk to people that have no idea of what I'm talking about. But I need them to understand. 
and then it'll write it again. Like so, so get if you get into the AI, because it's funny how when you when something is good for you, you know they always gonna tell you that is not good for you. They're always gonna put the scare into it. The scare is good though because that means you'll tread lightly by embracing it and making it your all because you don't want it to be your all in all because then when they cut it down then you don't have anything Mm -hmm. you still want it to be yours you know what I mean so that it's just it's enhancing any and everything that you're thinking about even if it's just an idea like Miss Stephanie you know I really wish I could say something to these kids because they this that and the other thing they're from this age group and it's like I don't really know, but I know that they're dealing with this. I know they're dealing with this, and I know they're dealing with that. And watch the thing just work for you. And then when you read what it says, then you can go in and ask a question about paragraph two. Or if it gives you a list of one through 15, and you say, I like 14. Understand, I didn't write the whole sentence back in. I just said, I like number 14. It's going to take number 14, and then it's going to go from there. Like get in with this AI, AI is, and you know, I'm all the way against it. (laughs) 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 How about that? Come on, God. All the way. The largest advocate for it. Come on. They didn't put it here for us, but understand he says the enemies will make, you will make, they will, you will end up becoming their footstool. And you have to have, you won't have your blessing until your enemies are around. Because it says he anoints my head in the presence of my enemies. Like, so whatever you get, you have to get them around all of these other things that are really against you. Mm. But if you put the light in front of it, everything will work. I'm being quiet now. I was good being quiet. I was listening to you. You was talking. That's good. That's good. You ain't heard me say nothing. I was good. See? No, that was <laughs> awesome. No, that was awesome. Oh, because. Oh, go ahead. No, just saying that was all good. And what that what I heard Adrian saying was what you put in a good CEO is embracing it, not not repelling it, not rejecting it, but embracing it. And then by doing so, it puts you in a position to overproduce and overperform. Mm-hmm. But you got to be willing to embrace it, not, not, not treat it as an enemy. I, I also love what she said about uh, with the what Stephanie's doing with the with the kids, in reference to and and she said to you Diana about not shutting them down, but letting them ask the questions. Same way with the CEOs and with your business, do you create an atmosphere in your business where your employees and those people who work for you um, can open up and say, "Hey, I'm using Chat GPT, but I, I got a problem here," or "I'm using Chat GPT." And, 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 and I'm getting frustrated. But if you've embraced it as a good CEO, then you can guide them through Jack, Chat TV. And because West, that's what uh, Antonio did with us a while back. And it blew my socks off. When, and, and Adrian said it about feeding Chat GPT the right information so you can get what you need. And I went, uh uh-uh. uh. And, and he did it in real time. And I and I, I put my I put my hand on my mouth. I said, "Wow, that blew my socks off. That blew my socks off because it was right on the money. It isn't that it doesn't. It's not giving you what you want. It isn't that it doesn't have what you need. 
if you feed it the right information, it'll give you exactly what you want and more, and you're going to get that money. Because that's what we all try to do. Yo, for we try to get that money. I'm trying, I'm trying to get that bag. Okay. Uh, Look, me and Uncle Roman going to find a, we, we both going to find a bag on the beach somewhere. Hey, you guys! Sing, sing, you you guys can you guys can sing sing this song with me like like from a like from the Players Club, a dollar bill, and they were like, money, money, yeah, yeah, money, money, yeah, yeah. That's what I'll be saying. I'll be like, yes, get the money. Come on, come on! But all of this is wonderful. All of this is wonderful because you guys just described a great CEO they not a good one a great one they stand out from the rest they're continuous learners they value academics reading nutrition skill honing current events economic news and customer feedback they are proactive about adopting ai and see it as a strategic advantage not just a technological upgrade like uncle romy rum was saying like like adrian was saying you embrace it because when you embrace it, imagine Uncle Romy Rome is, he, he, he slap you and hug you at the same time when he talked to you. I don't know how he do he it. Does. He does. I don't it's know how he Really, do it. I think, you know what I'm saying? It really is. It's, it's a natural gift for him. So imagine, because we, we know that he has accepted artificial intelligence imagine if uncle rummy Rome takes his natural gift to hug you and slap you at the same time and he enhances that with artificial intelligence can you i can imagine it that's one of my that's one of my natural gifts i can imagine it uncle rummy Rome gonna be on stages at colleges high schools elementary schools wherever you think he gonna be on stage somewhere gently hugging and slapping people at the same time and afterwards they gonna come up to him they're gonna be like okay Romy Rome this is what you did for me and he gonna be like you know what this feels good because he over delivered and overperformed in his natural gift because he say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Accepted, received, and embraced artificial intelligence. Diana. Yes, sir. I didn't do it, Uncle Romero. I didn't do it. Yes, you did. You testified. <laughs> you testified on me. 
And something like that happened very recently uh-uh. to me with, with my niece. Um, I ain't gonna, I'm not going to give you, I ain't going to give you the whole story, but, I, but I, I'll give you enough for the, for this. Um, she started my niece started a new job, uh, which is great. That means she can pay the rent. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. And uh, did that come on my mouth? Okay. And <laughs> she working at John Hopkins. And what happens is um, her daughter went to Ohio with her father, with they not together, to pick up her, the baby sister which is 14, and they come back and she's on her first week of orientation. The next thing you know, she's getting a phone call from her sister saying, you need to go pick your daughter up from him, from him or, or else I'm going to jail and blah, 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 blah. Next thing you know, she calls her daughter. Her daughter said, the youngest is peed on the couch. Well, first they found her unresponsive on the floor fluid in her lungs and pneumonia and they told the father we're not giving it back to the mom if you want her, you better come to ohio and get her or else we're gonna put her in the home so they went and got her so all this happened quickly he she peed on the couch and because she's been abused that's what people abuse do he's chastising her so my niece's daughter says to him you know first of all you ain't been a good father to me and the reason she is peed on the couch, I'll clean it up, is because she was abused. Now you're abusing her. And he said, you need to be in a child's place. Went off on her. And next thing you know, he's talking about calling the police to lock her up. And this is the one who went to Ohio with him to get the younger sister. And now my niece is at her job first week. You don't need to be leaving him but like that. So she calls him and he's like, if you don't come and get your daughter, I'm calling the police. So she gets in the car to go get her daughter and she calls me <laughs> and she's fit to be tied. You're blah, 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 blah. And she's making all these proclamations and he don't know who he messed with and blah, 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 blah. And I said, Sierra, you need to calm down. You need to get your head clear, blah, blah, blah. No, blah, 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 blah. I said, Sierra, you're not listening to me. I said, what I need to share with you is very, very important. But you're not listening to me. I'm not saying that's okay. So if you don't want to, that's fine with me. Like that. No uncle's wrong. No uncle's wrong. Go ahead. I'm listening. I said, Sierra, I'm not worried about you. And I'm not worried about your daughter. Both of y'all going to be fine. You know who I'm worried about? I'm worried about that 14-year-old girl that they found unresponsive with fluid in her lungs and pneumonia and almost died. And as a result of what's taking place, she's here now. So she left an abusive situation. She's back in another abusive situation. And you're so angry with your, your the father of your child that you're making proclamations that may end up putting that young girl in even graver danger. So what I'm worried about is her ending up dead here. And the moment I said that, she said, you right on because you're on my mind. But the point was, was that I told you, you have every right to be angry and upset about what's going on. But I said, I'm worried about that 14 year old child who if you don't, if you're not there in this situation, 
Who's going to protect her now? She almost died there. And I know you don't want her to die here. And she got it. So when you said that, Diana, about <laughs> slap it at the same time. <laughs> exactly. But but I had to love her and embrace her, but shake her and says, You are angry about your daughter and her and what this knucklehead has done. But if you don't think clearly, that girl could be worse off. And and yeah, and I know, and I know you don't want that. And she didn't, and I knew that. It's still up in the air, but I just wanted to share that little story with you. And uh, that, that just happened a week ago. Wow. Crazy. No, thank Absolutely you. Absolutely crazy. So thank you for the compliment, Deanna. And, and I didn't volunteer for that. That becomes my responsibility as an uncle, because my, my brother's deceased. So her and her sister, I'm, I'm basically the, I'm the uncle, but I'm the slash father. <laughs> Understood. Uh, Understood. No, thank you. Thank you for sharing with us because you're telling us the type of CEO you are. And because you know the type of CEO you are, when you take that and you enhance that with AI, you over deliver and overperform. You didn't have to have that conversation with your niece. You could easily been like, okay, well, be careful. I'm praying for you. I, I have to add one more thing. I was I was on the phone with Melissa yesterday. Okay? We had a really good conversation. And part of our conversation was, Jerome, you know you're leaving money on the table. I said, I said, no, she didn't. That's oh, yes, she like did. That's not like Melissa. Yeah, yeah. It does. It does. So so by the time yesterday ended, I had some money in my pocket. This morning, I went out and got, I didn't get the money, but I got the book exposed. <laughs> and I told both of them, I'm going to catch you next Tuesday because I'm there every Tuesday. And I said, and I'll have the credit card machine. <laughs> but she was saying, Jerome, you leave him. <laughs> so, so that's, and that's the reason why I said about just before over delivering, I got to deliver. I got I gotta put that, I gotta get that money in my, like Stephanie said, Jerome, we gotta get that bag. So I had to, I had to share that too. No, thank you for sharing that because who you are to yourself is how you're going to respond to artificial intelligence. I, I see your hand, Renee. So if you are the ineffective CEO, guess how you're gonna respond to AI? And remember, y'all, we're taking CEO and we're using it as you. You're the CEO of your life, your business, your family. You, you're CEO. So as CEO, are you in? Are you the ineffective CEO? Are you the average, the good, or the great CEO? And Grace put Grace put them all in chat so y'all can go back and get the the deets on that. And that's regarding in context to AI adoption. But when you understand who you are, you can control that and you can shift. If you're an average CEO, you can shift to a great CEO because when you can account for it, you can control it. Again, 
I went through this process. I took me and Antonio. He told me this over the weekend. I had to sit. And before I talked, before I came to y'all, I had to sit and I had to, I read these. And I'm like, man, I'm going to see you. Oh. My Lord. So sorry. Be so sorry. Because <laughs> if you can account for it, you can control it. If I'm an average CEO and I'm looking at what this is and I'm taking it out of AI and putting it into the whole aspect of everything, it's like, okay, if I'm an average CEO, something got to change because I don't want no average money. That is a word right there. I don't want no average output. Antonio says it, he can look in your bank account and tell you how many people you serve. The average CEO don't serve a lot of people. If it, we know the ineffective CEO don't serve nobody. Average CEO going to serve averagely. The good CEO going to give some good service. But that great CEO, that turnaround on that, that return on investment, I don't want that. So what do I need to do? I need to account for the fact that I'm an average CEO. I need to control the fact I'm an average CEO. I need to pay attention to what my natural gifts are and use artificial intelligence to enhance that so I can overperform, so I can overdeliver. Go ahead, Renee. Because, you know, we see so, we see so many, um, you can see so many CEOs that, and I've seen some, it's, it's just, you know, they're like, ah. Uh, they're not, they're not ahead of the, they're not ahead of the curve. And that's why there's, there's always another business that is going to be hungrier. It's kind of like Rocky <laughs> because I love Rocky. I'm sorry. It, and, it, and to me, it goes with a lot, but you know what I'm saying? If you guys like, remember like in Rocky three, it was like, Mr. T was working. He was, he was in the gym working, but then Rocky was taking pictures, doing other stuff, but there's somebody that was coming up behind him that was even hungrier than he was. There's always going to be somebody coming up that's already going to know the tools, that's going to know and be putting them into action. And then that's how other businesses become obsolete. I never would have thought there'd be a day that there's not a blockbuster or a Hollywood video, but those things is gone. My mom used to work for Blockbuster back in the day. And I would be like, man, it would be packed in there on a Friday because everybody would be going in, there, going in there to get new releases. But look at it, it's gone. I mean, they've been gone for years. Netflix put them out of business. And then now it's like, we don't know. There's kids now, they don't know the days of going into a physical video store and buying a video. All they got to do is get out their tablets or get, you know what I'm saying? And be like, oh, I want to watch a movie. Bam, it's right there. So you have to make sure that you are ahead of the curve because somebody's coming that is hungrier and you better make sure that you are a whole lot hungrier than they are because it could become a memory if you're not careful if you're not careful i'm not trying to be a memory i need to get ahead i need to be ahead of the curve so i can be like okay i know this is coming i'm already putting this in to my to my business to know what it looks like so that when people ask me questions i'm like that's what this looks like this is how we're going to do this for, for for here this is how we're going to do it okay you know what i'm saying so you got to make sure um, because there's a lot of those businesses that are gone because 
they didn't want to they didn't want to understand they didn't want to adjust to the technology and technology has come and even farther in the past 20 years really the past five to ten years than it ever has and people were like you know even back then they were like i don't want to do website because you know the internet and then i remember the y2k craze and people going crazy about that and i was like and I thought to myself, it ain't going back to no 1900. And I was a teenager. I was like, it ain't going back to that. But you have to be ahead um, so many in so many things. So I I don't want to be no memory. I do not. 30 years, you know what I'm saying? 40 years down the line, somebody's got to, even if I'm even if I'm gone on, somebody's got to keep that futuristic mind because we don't know what. Is going to look like, especially. I wonder what things are going to look like in the next twenty or thirty years. Good grief, I'm not even forty. <laughs> I can only imagine what it's going to look like. But we just have to continue to stay ahead in every way, using all the stuff from AI and applying it to our business and making it geared up for the metaverse. So, I just wanted to mention that. No, that was a word. That was a word. You and you made me think about. You made me think about doomsday preppers. I'm going to tell y'all why. Give me a second. I'm going to break it down for you. First off, when Y2K came, you know what my first thought process went to? Okay, so for transportation, we need to find some horses. Then we need- <laughs> then you we- know what? And I was, and I already thought, man, I'm already out of luck. I'm from Akron, Ohio. Where do I know some daggone horses? I guess I'll be walking. But I don't think I ever thought that that far again. I was only about 13 or 14. So I was like, Shoot. I was like, we'll be all right. Yeah. All the all the food was going at the store, though. I will say that people in Akron were scared. And I was just like, I was like, I don't get the big deal. <laughs> I guess it's probably being a teenager. You don't care. <laughs> You don't, you don't. That's, and that's again, further solidifying. If you are a great CEO, your kids will be just as strategic as you. Now, mind you, I've always been that kid, okay? I've always looked, I've always watched the zombie movies and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, okay, so if a zombie apocalypse breaks out, what's the best place for us to go? Like, I've always been that kid. I've always been that kid, you know? horses gardens all that stuff living out in the country that was me I was upset when my dad told me he was gonna buy some land in the country and never did I was like so you telling me I could have grown up in the country that was you telling me I could have and you didn't do it you know but it makes me think of doomsday preppers so I'm going to say this and I want each of you to as I'm talking about doomsday preppers I want each of you to think of this as artificial intelligence and the future because Renee keyed in on something that Stephanie wrote down she said Stephanie said that's good being ahead of the curve thinking of tools that will be useful for the next generation what she said made me think of uber evolution from individual cars to now uber uber charter sidebar thought no that no Stephanie that's not a sidebar thought that is a front that that is a front of the line thought because doomsday preppers stay ahead of the game you think they're crazy until they're not that's true artificial intelligence is the same thing we think it's crazy until it's not see now it's not crazy because we got stuff we doing that we would have never thought about doing without artificial intelligence but before it was like man what what the, the artificial what 
oh, that's that stuff. That's like that robot from uh, our robot. You know, they're going to be killing people and they're going to be doing all this and they're going to turn against us. You know, and then you got the robots, the robots from the Matrix. Then you got the artificial intelligence from like Marvel, where he decided, you know, we was the disease. So he's going to kill off all the humans. It's like that's that's our thought process of artificial intelligence but if we are ahead of the game if we are ahead of the curve if we're learning and educating and we educate those under us we can consistently stay ahead of the curve and we'll be we will be prepped for when the time comes Antonio knew about ChatGPT. Um, he knew about the artificial intelligence back in November. And then if I remember correctly, Mr. Phil sent him or either Mr. Phil or Ms. Susan sent him an email or a text message about ChatGPT and then it was over. But that was before it became this globally, I see your hand, Miss Sandra, this global thing that now everybody's using so much so to the point where now they're trying to ban it. Because it's too much. It's, it's, don't nobody want to work anymore. But that's what you do. <laughs> that's what ineffective CEOs do. Great CEOs understand, okay, you a student. You need to write a 40-page essay. You need to write your thesis. You're not trying to handwrite all that stuff. But the least I can do is teach you how to use chat GPT to make sure you get the best when you use it to write your thesis because you have to, like, like Adrian was saying, you have to feed it. So whatever comes out of it, you still did the work. You had to tell it what you wanted it to say. So you use your Ms. natural, go ahead. Wait, who's Ms. that? Deanna. Yes, ma'am. And then- uh, This then is- this I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I'll say, go ahead, Mr. Donnie, and then after Mr. Donnie, Ms. Sandra. Here's what's interesting. I had a conversation with someone in the office about her child getting in trouble for using chat. Here's what, here's what I, here was the conversation. Do we not Google everything? Or, or let's, let me just be real old and go back to back in the day. It's called an encyclopedia for those of you that don't know what an encyclopedia is. It's when you had to go to the library and you had to do some research and you had to get a book that would give you the information that you were looking for so you can write your paper. It's no different because still it's my imagination or my questioning that's getting the information. And these kids are getting in trouble for cheating. I'm still trying to understand how is that cheating? Because if, as long as they do some editing and add a little bit of their little flair to it, I don't understand. We pulled stuff out of an encyclopedia back in the day. What's the difference? Just saying. I had the whole Britannica. Oh, we lost Miss Sandra. I had the whole Britannica set. Before I was birthed, it was gifted. Okay? The whole, and every time. We had to do something. My mama and my dad would say, go look yep. it up. Yep. Come on. Come on. You was in my house too. I think we I think we was all raised in the same house. I'm being, we was all raised in the household of the Sorrentinos that gave us freedom and told us be imaginative and go look everything up. <laughs> That's how we all grew up here. That's all we here today. <laughs> it's like hard to embrace it for the instructors and everything because the instructors know the work that they had to put in it. 
So what they're saying about like the cheating and stuff to, to go with Adonia's point, it's like, if you can ask the computer and the computer can give you the answer, what kind of work did you really do? You just asked it a question. Unfortunately, this is where the world is coming. You know what I mean? Like now, like she said, we used to have to look it up because it made sense because then not only were you learning what you were looking up, but you were learning, you were in course, you were doing your alphabet because remember the lead words? Like, so you knew which page you needed to go on in the dictionary to get it. So yep. you knew how to spell the word so that, you know what I mean? So now they're learn they're not getting any of that. They're getting the information, but they're not getting the, the learned it part. It's like math with, you know, math with the calculator is always easy and they can always come up with the answer. But that's why the teacher used to always say, show your work. Yep. Because if you show me your work, then I know you know step-by-step step how to do it. Because the day that you put it in the computer wrong, you coming up with the wrong answer. And then you, as the adult, like, have you ever stood in the line? I, I know this is kind of wrong, but have Ooh. you ever stood in the line and the, watched the cashier and they put the money in Yes. But they didn't see how much know what to change. change. Right. 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 And, and you see like everything just like canceled. You be like, oh baby, it's okay. Like you, you really want to like step by step and help them. But then you can realize that they don't know how to count change to dollars. And it's like, oh shit. Oh God. How much did I give this girl? You know what I mean? Because you wasn't paying attention. But that's why they when they when they they have not embraced that chat gpt because the kids learn the simplest way to do it and then we have just dumb simpleton adults and unfortunately that's what i love that you said adrian i love that you said that i love that you said that but here's the thing this is my brain and my brain is a little special so here's the thing what you said 100 100 but when they, when they do the paper, who's not to say that you still ask them, what did they learn? What, what information can they take from that and, and create a, a, a new now? Um, how does it impact their life now? You still dialogue with them. So if we challenge that, you still make them use their brain. Why did you ask this particular question? Or why do, do you agree with it or you disagree with it? It's still an opportunity to learn. But goodness gracious, if I can get this paper knocked out and learn something, I can read the information and learn something from it. So I still think, yes, you're right. I do believe it does kind of lazy our brain, but our educators could help enhance that by challenging the, you know, the status quo. I love what you just said. I love that because it's truth to that, but also opportunity in it as well. I'm with you. And that's what I think that's what she's teaching us because that's about embracing the AI. So when the teacher embraces that AI and brings it into the classroom, that's when that will happen. And then they will be learning and they'll be learning together because I'm telling you, like Jerome said, when Antonio first started doing this and I was looking and I was thinking and I said, ain't no way in the world. But then it was coming up and and like Deanna said, I have a problem. To, I have a problem writing, as much as I love to write. So then I have to write it and then type it. So now I'm doing extra work, but now I don't want to type the whole thing. 
So now with the chat, it types it. I love it because it types it. And then I can copy and paste it and do whatever I need to do, break it down. And I love it because it types it, you know? So I listen, I've, I'm all for chat GPT and helping you. But when it comes down to you being a damn simpleton, I'm going to tell you, put that computer away because <laughs> I need you to be able to use half of your brain when you out here in this world because everybody is not using the damn computer. And so if you, you I mean, it's, it's beautiful. But when you, I'm telling you, it's one of the funniest things in the world when you stand at that register and you watch that kid and they didn't get that money. And they just like, <laughs> they like, they have no idea. And it's just like, yeah, we in trouble. Like we in <laughs> trouble. Like count this change with her so she could learn it and then go back and now teach it to somebody else because it's like this is the first time they ever did that. So, but but hey, until until all old people die, we cannot get rid of everything that they've taught us. That's as simple as that. Until <laughs> all old people die. And we is always going to be here because I'm then going to be one of them old people. And then the next generation, them, they going to be them old people. So until all old people die, everything can't be due. You know, I'm, our robot was on yesterday, too. So watch it. Oh, wow. They starting, to put, they starting to put it back in the run. Watching these moves. They, they going to tell you all about Sonny. That's his name, Sonny Dion. Sonny, what's his name? His name is Sonny. <laughs> Go ahead, Grace. <laughs> Adrian, too funny. <laughs> oh, and then after Grace missed the field. If if I was still teaching in the classroom today, because I, I never stopped teaching, but if I was in the classroom today, I would have no choice but to embrace chat GPT. And here's why. Even, even if my school district was like, no, they can't use it. I know my kids don't use it. I can't stop them from using it. So all I would do is in the curriculum, in the lesson plan, whatever your assignment is, and you want to use ChatGPT, cool. But like, like Adonia was saying, put something, that's good, Stephanie, AI for the classroom, put something in the assignment to where you have to explain it to me. Like, I teach math. So the whole show me your work part, I know you're going to put these problems in ChatGPT. So your assignment is, yes, do this homework. But when we come to class, oh, I'm going to be the student. You're going to teach today. Because I didn't know that you got this. And we go, I'm going to be a student and I'm going to act just like you. And you're going to be beast. And so, and so that, that would be, that would, in that way, they'd be like, oh man, I just can't put these answers in there and get this. I actually have to show my classmates because there are going to be some people who didn't get the correct answer. And if you did get the correct answer, come on up here and show us how you got it. You know, you know, so you have to just make stuff interactive for kids and continue to make it fun for them. But then, yeah, let them know, hey, Chat GPT is cool, but you got to know this for yourself too. So, okay, go ahead, Mr. Fields. I want to show somebody something. I want to show y'all something I just did using Chat GPT and math. Go ahead, Mr. Fields. Well, a few things. Uh, number one, the Y2K thing was actually amazing. It taught us a valuable lesson. There were countries where they were killing each other, but in back rooms, they're sitting down with their enemy working on trying how are we going to fix this Y2K. So it was a uniting factor. And that's what this, that's what the pandemic has done. And that's what AI has done. It's been a uniting factor. Um, there are 9.9 .9 million job openings right now. 
there are 5.8 million people that are unemployed. So if we give everybody a job, we'd still have 4.2 million job openings. Wow. So, so we have to re-educate our, 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 our educational system. And what are we teaching people? Are we teaching them to, to get good enough to go to college, then get a degree and then figure it out after that? Or we say, here's what you need to do and here's your job skills to do it. So what we need to make sure that we do as we go through this, that we focus on love. And that's why I give a plug, the, uh, the Politics of Love on Mondays. We're going through this book and this is a book that's gonna unite us and keep us uh, to believe in love and gonna be able to defeat the guys that believe in fear. So what chapter are you all on, Mr. Field? Like, are you we just are, like in the first? Because it's been how many chapters? Two. I got the audio no. book. Yeah, we're at, fight the. Let me see here. Yeah. Oh. Well, smoke him if you got him. While yeah, I just looking, wanted to see how far to listen to. Yeah. Um, Grace knows exactly. Reclaiming, reclaiming our revolutionary spirit. Okay, thank you. Thank you for getting the, the audio. Yeah, oh, yeah so that's easy because I have like 12 credits. <laughs> oh, wow. For those of you that haven't been on, we we go through it. We listen um, and then we discuss. We'll listen for a bit and then we stop and discuss. So you don't you can come not having listened to anything or bought anything because we're gonna do it right there. I mean, it's nice to have if you can or want to, but you don't have to at all. There's no homework or anything like that. Oh, that's great to know. And it's on 5.30 on Mondays? Yes, ma'am, 5.30 Central Standard Time. Okay. 6.30 Eastern. Okay. You guys just want me just to leave my job because all, all that stuff is during my work hours. Uh-huh. I see how you are. I see how you are. Hey, well, I'm going to try. That's, that's 2.30 for me, so that's not easy. Yeah. Adonia, the last time we talked, your company hired a consulting firm to work with you people. Have you been learning yes. anything from them? Oh, goodness. My goodness. That has been, yeah. It's been really, uh, interestingly, very well. Good. And then so, when you're okay, ready, we'll, I'm have our, learn. we'll have our... And then when you're ready, we're going to have our practice. So when you go in there, they're going to be your first client. I still think I might have you do that even before I'm ready, per se, you know, from a yeah, whenever. because let I, me know. I'm in some conversation. Yeah, I think there's some good benefit of, of having this conversation and planting the seeds now sooner than later. Right. So I would love to do that. I appreciate you for that offer. Just yeah. let me know. There you go, big sis. There you go, big sis. Don't retire. Come on over. Yeah, before us old people die. <laughs> Thanks, Adrian. Well, okay. So old people are living longer. Yeah. Living into their 90s and some in their hundreds. Very much so. Yeah, because yep. we have to pick their brain really well before they leave here. Yes, we do. That's what I was saying, y'all. If y'all didn't hear me, I meant that we can't do anything because there will always be older people. 
So as long as there's older people, and we are talking about like a chat GPT, that 99-year-old is going to outlap the chat GPT. However, if you have the conversation with the 99-year-old, with the chat GPT, even the 99-year-old will be like, what it say? And, and then, <laughs> then it starts to make sense because right now what we're doing is we're trying to make them the obsolete and they're always here. And they are, like Michelle just said, the source of all information. So the new generation is thinking that chat GPT has all the answers. So now what we didn't have to do is source the chat GPT, the younger generation with our older generation so that we can see how intergenerationally we can work. And that is then what Phil's talking about, where you'll see what love really looks like. And where did all that information come from that's on ChatGPT? From older generations. Exactly. <laughs> Somebody plugged one. it in. Exactly. Somebody <laughs> plugged it in. And, and well, I guess it's funny because if you ask real old questions, you can get good answers. But if you ask more up-to-date questions, a lot of times the AI, it will tell you it's an AI and it can't get into that. Like, so like sometimes like I, I like it when it stops me because remember I laugh because it, it's got morals and values. <laughs> like this thing, this thing won't let you go but get so far, you know? So it doesn't write in offensive language it won't, it won't say curse words. The other day it wrote something and it like gave me the actress, actresses, you know, like when, it, <laughs> like when the computer won't say the curse word, but it'll give you the first and the last. And then it was like, star, 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 star. <laughs> like, so it, does, it does all of that. I mean, but you know, you can always go back and like, if you're in your descript and you put it in a descript, then you can go in and put the word in. But the computer says it, like the AI-generated voice will say the word. That's, that's what I've learned. Look, I'm, I'm trying to make the AI real, real, real. Like real, 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 real. It's real for them that and programmed it. But now I need to be real for the goons too, you know, so it could talk to the goons. But it's, it's, it's fun. It's fun. You got to embrace it though. I'm telling you, embrace it. Yes. And then what I realized is that every chat that you do, like when you go in, if you look in the, the, your old chats, everything that you've ever asked it is logged in. And yeah. so if you go back to something from like the first chat that you did and you pull that up and then you start to ask like, okay, that was the one that you think you wanted to build a course of. You can have all that information in there and then start the new chat and say, now with this information above, like let's let's build a course and then it'll build it. So it's like not, that's what I've been learning. Like you can go back into your archives and then it will still go back and build it again for you. It won't remember it, but if you pull it back up, it will then act like you were, you were it's in the same day. So embrace it, have fun. I, if I could embrace, if I could embrace the other parts of it, then I could be, I guess, one of these CEOs and be out here teaching people how to have fun with it because I'll be cracking up. <laughs> and can I just add to um, what I was saying earlier? When I introduce um, ChatGPT to any of my 
like niece, nephew, whatever. And even some of my adult family members, you know, what was in my mind is, um, I think Ms. Deanna mentioned something about regulating or whatever, is that I figured that that was gonna come really soon or they were gonna try to make it hard. And as Mr. Antonio said, it has even the playing field for us. So I tell my family and friends like, look, get in and get what you can. Cause I've been sitting on like four books that I have that's been pinned and none of them were completed. And so it's like, hey, if you were planning on writing a book, plan on doing this, it's all things that we've discussed. Like, look, get in and get what you can, at least get your information and save it. If it's on a USB drive or on your hard drive, and so when that time comes, I know it's not going away, but then when it comes where the regulations come in or they try to make it hard or difficult, add some rules that would put us back in a position where it's hard to access or whatever, a challenge, you know, you'll have your information already stored and you can keep it moving. There you go. There you go. And each person has given an example of a CEO. The ineffective CEO, Black men, I'm, I'm not even going to worry about it. The average CEO, you know what? I'm going to use it, but I'm not going, you know, just really just dig into it. The good CEO, okay, look, <clears throat> if we work on it back here, then our external performance will be awesome. But the great CEO, is is a consistent it's a consistency in that and when it comes to the kids great I'm so happy Grace oh thank you Grace because if you if not only and Miss Adonia and, and Miss Adrian and thank you Aunt Shelly Miss Susan Mr. Phil if you not only interact with them and ask them questions about it but as a teacher if you teach them how to properly use it then you don't need you you know they're using it but you're teaching them how to use it so it comes out in their voice so when it comes time to read the reports you're like okay patrick you did good you did good but um the whole last two pages what prompt did you use? Because this, 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 this don't even match, you know? Um, what prompt did you use? Didn't I tell you how to prompt this? Look, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Turn it in in the morning. If you don't have it to me in the morning, I'm going to have to say you plagiarized. I'm going to have to say you used it. So do what I taught you. When I taught you how to use the prompts, go write these last two pages. Get back to me. If you need a pass to go to the library, do what you got to do. Email it to me. Do something, okay? But if you teach them properly, you won't even have that issue. <clears throat> and Adrian and Grace, let me show y'all something. Let me let me just let me just let me just go look at this right here. Look at that right there. I'm just gonna leave that right there. I asked them what is twenty three thousand ninety nine times eight hundred and forty. It gave me the answer. Then I said, please show the work. Now, I know my work is spelled a little flipped, so uh, I was typing fast. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> but look. Wow. It showed the work. Listen. Okay. Shifted one place to the left. 
if you properly prompt chat GPT, it will give you what you want. <coughs> now, but, now, Deanna, ask it to break it down. But like, what? I don't understand. I don't. You know what, Adrian, for me, I would ask it uh, in order tell me what each step is in order. Cause I would, I'm that person of information anyway. I got it needs to be logical for me. So I would ask it, what's step one? You need to take this number and you multiply by whatever. Okay, how do you multiply? You know, I would I would break it down to a, to a two-year-old and understand it. But the fact that chat can do that, is, Look, I think it's- It's about to do it. That's what I said. Look, it's about to do it. <laughs> Cause you'd be like, what the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> it, apologized. it apologized and said, my fault. here you go. This is how it go. And this is what it looked like. And now you can actually do it. Now that's called learning. Now I didn't put anything into the chat because I put it in the chat to get the answer. But yet still, as I'm breaking it down, it's telling me how to do it. And now guess what I'm doing? I'm actually learning how to do it. See, and that's what the teacher hasn't done. The teacher hasn't done that yet. They've all just, just automatically say, oh, it's cheating. Like, so they haven't even gone. But isn't that beautiful, it. though? It is so beautiful because I'm still, I'm still forced to learn because now that I know how to do it, as a teacher, I can say, okay, I'm going to give you another similar problem, and I'd like you to do it in front of the class. Let's all walk through it. I'm still learning. It's even we, better. We're missing. An I wish I was a teacher now. I, we're missing an opportunity. I really believe. Okay, maybe I don't because no, no, I don't. Yeah, kids are hard. Yeah, no. But anyway, because I don't want to be their counselor too. But and they parent and they and they doctor. Okay, anyway, uh, yeah. But but, but I love our teachers. I love our teachers. But whoever that lady was that you were having the conversation with about their child, you can go back and you can show that to them, and so that way that can help that child because what like I was saying in the very beginning no matter what they do even if it's wrong we want to and we want to encourage them to keep doing what they're doing as opposed to shutting them down and getting them in trouble because once we get in trouble then we're done but like you know if you're smart enough you're not going to keep getting in trouble you know so maybe that can help maybe that can help that that parent and that child then maybe even have more conversation with the teacher or something. So it doesn't seem like he's doing something wrong because he's not doing something wrong. The teacher is wrong because the teacher has not evolved with everything else that's going on. I think it's but just perspective. You know, we, we're, we're so old school, used to what it used to be. We're not in used to be no more. Used to be is gone, buried and gone. Used to be don't live here no more. It is what it is. It, today is today, the now is now. AI is here, it, it, and it may take over the world. Get over it and ride the ride the wave. Go with it. There you go. There you go. I'm gonna. So we got nine minutes left. So y'all give me nine minutes. As you see, understanding the type of CEO that you are has a major impact on your embracing of artificial intelligence. When you realize, understand what type of CEO you are, 
you can control that. So if you are the average CEO, you can become the good CEO and you can perform and deliver first <clears throat> to yourself <clears throat> using your natural abilities and move yourself to becoming a great CEO. Because again, what does a great CEO value? They're continuous learners. They value academia, reading, nutrition, skill, honing, current events, economic news, news and customer feedback. So when you move from the average CEO to the great CEO, being the CEO of your life, you now understand, okay, these are my natural gifts. How can I use artificial intelligence to enhance my natural gifts so I can over-deliver and overperform? You've all given amazing, whether you guys caught it or not, which I'm sure y'all did, because this is a highly intelligent group of people. We wouldn't be here if we were not. I said we on purpose. <laughs> we. We've all given examples of different types of CEO. You have the ineffective CEOs, teachers who just don't care, brush it aside. The ones who, who are like, no, we're going to ban this. Ineffective CEOs. Then you have the average CEOs. Well, I know it exists, but I'm not going to teach y'all nothing about it. Then you have the good CEOs. You know what? I want to make sure everything internally flows well. So let me learn it to the best of my ability so I can make sure that we got this straight. Then you have the great CEO. You know what? This is the top AI software. I'm learning it. I'm going to pay to have all you learn it. I'm going to have someone come in here and train us. So we're going to train ourselves. We're all going to know it so we can all embrace it because I want to make sure that y'all all get 100s on your reports this year. How about that? Because I don't feel like failing anybody. Which CEO are you? Once you realize the type of CEO you are, you can now function in your natural gifts because you've acknowledged the fact, okay, I suck. <clears throat> um, I need to work on this area. So how can I use artificial intelligence to enhance this area so I can become, I can go from being an average CEO to a great CEO. And now that I've used artificial intelligence to shift me here, now I don't have as much stress on me because I've learned how to delegate. Uh, Uncle Roman Rome said that earlier. I've learned how to delegate. I've taught my entire team the same stuff I know. So now I can function in my natural abilities and now I can over-deliver and I can over I can overperform because everybody around me is on the same level as me. There's not one person under, not one person above. We're all on the same level because we all have the same training and education. So now I can work in my natural gift and enhance my natural gift with artificial intelligence. Again, if you're a writer, if you are a natural writer, you are not cheating. You are not not doing the work. You are enhancing your natural gifts using artificial intelligence. If you, I'm sure there are a lot of people out there who think people, artists who use mid-journey are cheaters or writers who use ChatGPT are cheaters. No, I had to develop a new skill in order for me to be able to do what I do. See, I can't just go into ChatGPT and say, give me this. 
because that's all it's going to do. It's not going to be catered or toned to me, my brand or anything. So what do I have to do? I have to learn how to properly talk to chat GPT so I can, my natural gift can come out. Remember when I used to tell y'all, talk to chat GPT like you talk to Santa Claus. You have this long, long, extreme list for Santa Claus. Or when we used to write letters, people have five, six page letters for Santa Claus. Santa Claus, I want the Barbie dream house. I, I want the two-story Barbie dream house. Then I want the Barbie speedboat. And I want Ken. Ken has to have a friend, so I need a Ken and his friend. Then Barbie has to have all of her friends, you know. And then Barbie has a little sister, so I, I need you to give me Barbie's little sister. And then they have to have the picnic, so I want the picnic set. You know, and Barbie has to drive around, so I need the car as well. And then, you know, Barbie has the dream house, but Barbie also has the cabin because, you know, they have vacation spots. So I'm going to need the cabin too and then you know oh barbie has this new van too so i'm gonna need the van because when barbie and all her friends travel together they all can't fit in the convertible y'all don't laugh y'all know th those letters be long like that it really it really makes me sad diana because i never got any of that and all i wanted was a my size barbie and i never got one so you're 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 rehashing a, a really soft spot in my life that i thought Dr. i had diana, i'm sorry to help you I didn't mean to trigger you, Renee. I'm so sorry. I wanted I wanted the life size doll too. Well, see, I had a I had a cousin who had like um, she had a community of Barbies, and I had a family of Barbies. So my family would come to her community sometimes. You know, and I would bring. I had the picnic table and I had the the, the speedboat, but she had the house and the van. So you know, it's the combination of things. You know, and then you know she you know she had she had this the pool. She had the pool. So, you know, I would bring the picnic table. She would bring the pool. I'm just saying. So, you know, I used to be a Barbie girl back in the day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but that's how you talk to Carlos of Chat GPT. Excuse me. Uh, I am building a business. Put in the description of your business. I need this to be done. I need to hire this position. I need to do that. Or I have no clue what i am doing this is the business this is what it's for oh, that's my prop almost all the time <laughs> yes can you can you help me structure this this company what should i give me a step-by-step -step process on how i should build this company and guess what based on what you give chat gpt it will help you see the company comes from your natural gifts AI puts structure on your natural gifts so you can continue to build on that gift. There's a lot of stuff that I have in my notes. There's a lot of conversations I've had with ChatGPT. And they all came from a place of, I'm curious. The kid in me want to know how to do this. So can you break this down? I got one for you. Go ahead. You know how they're giving out well, I'm I'm in the PA area, but right now because of all of the violence and everything, they're giving away money. So if you see the things and they're like, we got a, a grant for twenty five thousand dollars, you know, and the whole whatever, and you go to say, I want to do that, and I think I can do it, but then there's a place where they're asking you about what would you do with the money. You know, you can ask. Carlos or I call him Chibit but you can ask them 
I have, you know, I want, I'm getting the, I want the, the, the grant for $25,000. Mm-hmm. How do I break it down? It could break it down for you, tell you how much your money allotted for this and that. And then you can go into it. Sometimes they want a calendar, you know, or it will tell you if you're applying for this grant, that it's a good idea to have a little bit of this in there, a little bit of that in there, and a little bit of this in there. And you should want to put this in there to summarize and make it, like it'll break it all the way down. Then as you break it all the way down, then you can ask, well, I need a calendar, you know? So then I'll tell you within these three months, you'll be doing this. And then these three months, you'll be doing that. So it's like, you can be applying for the grant, but meanwhile, learning how to implement the grant at the same time. You know what I mean? But the people that you are applying to, they don't know that part. But when it comes down to you then getting the money, you don't have to worry about just being willy nilly with the money because now you can actually go back and follow the outline. And it's telling you what to do, how to do, where to do. And then even if you need to know who do I go, who should I shop this with? Like, you know, or like, uh, what's it, the avatar? like your, your, your customer. A lot of times we have things and then we don't know who is it actually for. You can ask the, you can ask the computer, who would my target be if you don't know your target? And then it'll break down the target. And then you say, okay, well, I like that, but I want it to be even smaller. And then you can, it'll break it down. Like, so when I tell you that if you decide that this is what you want to do, and you have no idea how to do it. Chibit Carlos Chat GPT is the way to go. Because that is how you use your brain and your function. Like you tell them what you're good at. I like to do this. I like to do that. I like to do this. So the way that it, the way that it structures it, it's going to be in all of your key areas. And then it'll even tell you how to do the other stuff if you don't know that. And if you don't know that, then you go and say, I don't know that. Who do I find to get that? And then it'll give you different people, you know, or say you need to hire this person or you need to do this. You know, so that's because that was always my concern. I never like I might have an idea, but I don't know the first step to do any of it. You know, Chibit used to break. He helps me break it down. And then, like I said, and then once it once it breaks it down, if there's a, a particular section in there that you don't understand, or you can actually just go back. If it says that you need to have, you know, you should do this and you should have activities and you should do something, then to just ask the question, do you have an example of some activities? And then it'll give you activities, you know? Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of different ways that you can do it. And then I guess once you have it all together, and then if you want to say, okay, I want to make this a course, let's do some names, you know, and then it'll give you some name suggestions. And then what I do from the name suggestions is you might only use one, but all of the suggestions are good because now you can take those suggestions and go and say, let's write an editorial on this or something. And then you can upload it to Medium because now you have a whole lot, you know how this says like you want to be in the genre. So Mm -hmm. the genre is that, but now you have 10 different ways of saying what you're saying because they just gave you 10 different options of what you were talking about, you know? So then you can enhance it even more and it's all from the chat GPT, 
and y'all hear me talking, right? I, I love y'all because I can talk about it. I can't do it. So I have all of this shit in my in my thing and it's like there. But one day it's gonna all work out. And that's why I say I just I do what I can do, what I can't do. Like that's how I, I liked how you started it because it was like you have to know exactly who you are, where you are to embrace what you were saying about the CEO. And then if you need to move from one place or you need to get better in another, you can dig into it. But the chat GPT is going to help you in anywhere that you are to get to the next level. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much. Come on, Miss Miss Adrian. She see Miss Adrian be holding bag. Miss Adrian be out there. She's not playing with none of y'all. <laughs> go ahead go ahead miss stephanie i really love what adrian was saying um in regards to you know like just kind of finding your niche um and i worked directly with the ceo um, for a nonprofit organization and i did a lot of the hr and, and things like that and while i was there because while you're somewhere you know you're always telling us what are what are we learning what can we learn from them what can we improve and one thing that i i realized that they needed help with was updating their handbook their manuals um and i just plugged in chat gpt for for a small nonprofit organization in this particular area or field um, or service that they're providing for the community to help get a more detailed, a more structured handbook because it's kind of everywhere. So, you know, just finding those small niches that could take you, you know, to the bags and to the, the suitcases. So it's, you have a lot of it there, just finding what it is that you can help someone in. So if you can help society, then you become very valuable to the world around you. And chat GPT will help with that because it enhances your, your value. Mm. Yes. yes. That's it, thank you. No, thank you. Thank you very much. I wanna thank all of y'all for joining me this morning. Thank you all for your words and your speaking. Thank you all for just just being here and not being the um uh what's the what's the first the first CEO again? I forgot. Ineffective. Ineffective. Thank you. Thank you all for not being ineffective CEOs. But now that we now that we know and we understand, after Grace threatened us, we we did the right thing. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I I text Antonio to update him, and I told him what happened. She put the fear of God in us. That was that teacher. Let me know, like the substitute teacher. That's okay, because if I write your name on this list, your teacher gonna get the name. So you don't want to make this list because your teacher will be back. Hello, Ms. Adrian. I do not want to be on that list. I was telling Grace the other day I got in. Uh, I, I had a mouth as a child. Um, <clears throat> she still got one. Don't let her fool y'all. Okay. <laughs> 
I do. It's worse because I'm an adult now. <laughs> I'm an adult now. So it's like, hey, <laughs> I've lived a few years. And I was telling Grace a situation that happened in school because the teacher before she, well, I told Grace about a couple of incidences that happened. All in both of them happened in first grade. I had a substitute teacher who, let's just say I was told to do something. And before my teacher left, she told me, this is what we were doing, something completely different. So the substitute was saying, well, no, we're going to do this. I was like, no, that's, that's not what my teacher told me we were doing. Well, this is what she left for yesterday. No, that's not what she left. It's on her desk. It's in the red folder. <laughs> she was like, there was no red folder on the desk when I got here. It's like, well, I know you're lying because she showed me the folder. She showed me what we were doing. Like there were copies made and everything. Did you, did you tell the sub? I know you're lying. <laughs> she said she had a mouth. She did, Uncle Ron. She did. I mean, you know, but I thank all of y'all because once you realize who you are, are you the ineffective CEO? Are you the average, the good, or the great CEO? Embracing AI is just like how everything else has gone. Something new comes out. Love you too. Love you more, Miss Adonia. Please be careful. Please be safe. Have a beautiful day today. We, once you embrace that and you go into artificial intelligence and you use it, if you, I guess what I'm really trying to say is be you without the filters. Be you without whatever you have going on when you approach artificial intelligence because it'll enhance who you naturally are just like it'll enhance every time you touch a keyboard you're putting out there who you are so if you're not who if you're not your natural self that's going to come out so you can't go to artificial intelligence not fully you because that's what's going to come out you're not going to get everything you want to get out of it you're not going to uh, the the verbiage is going to come out wrong because you're going to be either too afraid you're putting in the wrong information or you're not going to put in enough information but if you just be you if you're inquisitive be inquisitive if you're straightforward be straightforward this is what i'm doing this is what it is give me what i want or Man, I'm trying to build this and I have no clue what I'm doing. Can you please help me? Or I want to love on the world and I want to bring sunshine and rainbows and unicorns to everybody. How can I do that? But go your natural self. Over-deliver, over-perform, use artificial intelligence to, to the best of your abilities and just have fun with it. Just have fun with it. Grace, I see your hand is up and you have the final words and we're going to shut this down for the day. Just me. I just wanted everybody to know that I will be putting the notes in the official Antonio Peachman Jr. fan club page if you've never been there to get the notes when you get there. 
You see this top up here where it has discussion, look for players, featured members, media files. Just look for this, click on files, and every document that you want is here. All you got to do is click on it. You click on it, click on it there, and it'll get you to your notes. Like mine, it tell me right here, it's, it's downloaded in my in my downloads uh, page. But every every uh, every file you want, every note, every document will be right here. So I you know, I just want to make sure people understood how to get there. Um, no, thank you. Yes, ma'am. Because while I am somewhat internet savvy, I did not know that. I'm not even gonna lie to y'all. I didn't know. So Grace, thank you. Oh, Mr. Phil? We have Stacy tonight. That's right. Tracy will be speaking tonight on the Bureau Keynotes. I said about the Stacy. Stacy, who's the Stacy? <laughs> I know I've been missing classes, but is it a Stacy? Okay. Um. Just seeing if you're paying attention. <laughs> Come on, Mr. Phil, test us. Make sure we got this right. <laughs> Make sure we paying attention. Please join at 7 p.m. I'll, I'll put it uh, in Discord and then send everyone, uh, we'll send individually to everyone the uh, call information for the Bureau keynote, 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. All right. Well, and we start on time. The speaker starts on time, so you don't want to miss any of, of her yes. speech. So be there. All right. Well, thank you all so much. I will see you all in the morning. We're going to be awake. Make sure y'all get your, huh? So you're going to see us at seven? No. Oh, oh yeah. yeah gonna gonna see <laughs> you said you'll see us in the morning. <laughs> I'm going to see y'all at seven. I did that yesterday too. Something happened and I was like, no, no, it's, it's, in, the, it's in the morning. It was like, no, we, I was like, oh yeah, we got one more call. Okay. I will see you all tonight at seven. Thank you all so very much um i will okay so not so, yeah see you at seven tonight see you at 8 a.m tomorrow and uncle jerome i'm still trying to wake up i've been up since four this is the longest i've been up well actually 5 15 this is the longest diana i didn't go to sleep last night oh see i've got I, see, as i was listening to you say that i'm like well she don't I, and 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 when i try to go to sleep i couldn't mm. so when i can't go to when i can't go to sleep i work hey and I enjoy it. Hello. See, and because you enjoy it, you're going to over deliver and you're going to over perform. Thank y'all. Okay, so tomorrow morning, y'all, we're going to be get your coffee, get your breakfast. Y'all can eat on camera if you want to. Just, I don't care. I eat, okay? So bring your meals, bring your breakfast. And we're going we gonna to talk about this because we have an advantage. So let's use it. You can plan better. You can dominate. See you all in the morning. Love you all. Love, Love you more. Love you more. <laughs> she did it again, Romy Rome. <laughs> what I do? See you oh, in the morning. See you in the morning. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. See y'all at seven. <laughs> Bye, y'all. <laughs>
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.